0: in the studio here he comes how you doing man thanks graham have a seat Cheers. so here we have and i've been trying this all day and you're gonna have to correct me if i'm wrong so we'll yeah. get you set up i'm sure. gonna this is how i think it's pronounced yeah, Shazaib Zulfika. yeah that's perfect there you go <laughs> man. how good was that that's awesome how, how good was that I was worried I was going to get that wrong on the on air. Yes. Jam, bro, we're going into the world of music today. Yes, thank you for having me here. Uh, it's
1: a pleasure being here. Awesome to to having it. you here. Are you a musician yeah. yourself? Um, yes, I am. I would, I don't like calling myself a musician compared to the rest of the guys in my team. Uh, oh, really? But yeah, I'm, I play the guitar. I... I Partially, and I am a songwriter. So Oh, I, you have I, a songwriter? I rap, basically. You,
0: well, yeah, you're, dressed. you're dressed for the occasion. Then. Uh, what kind yes. of rap? So,
1: uh, well, it's um, all kinds, actually. But it's more about like r- telling stories and uh-huh. something that's more about uh, storytelling, I guess. I like that. This yeah. is the place to tell yeah. stories. So right. do you freestyle? Um, well, I hope not right now, but, yeah, that's what oh, I try oh, to yeah, do. Oh, you didn't right.
0: realize? I you to step up. I was going <laughs> to give you a random yeah, word to freestyle. Is that too be, hard?
1: Yeah, that would be too hard. <laughs>
0: So interested about your musical background yourself because yeah. we're going to talk about music. We're going to talk about the challenges facing musicians and venues, right? Yep. With Jam Bro, um, you play guitar, you rap, you write songs. Yeah, and where would we be able to? Do, do you have? Would people know you? Would they know you like from... Me? Like, uh, in the public, would I... Well,
1: not me, but, but we have a team. So we are like five guys who right. co-founded this, yeah. and uh, all of us are musicians in some right. form or the other. And one of us, uh, Jasser, he's actually the main musician. Right. And people would definitely know him within their capacity. But yeah. I think the biggest challenge with musicians right now is getting the the access to an audience uh, right. and really getting the platform to really um, build you know, meet other musicians as well and collaborate right. with other musicians. So, so,
0: what's changed? I mean, I mean, you know, it, let's go back a little bit in the world of music because it has really evolved. I mean, yeah. uh, how old are you now? I'm forty six. I'm thirty three. Thirty three. Okay, yeah. so I'm forty six. I grew up in a world of tapes, right? Yeah. Tapes and vinyl, yeah. and all that. And we listened to the radio, and we listened to the DJs tell us what the most in, the ten most important songs of the week were, right? Yeah. So we had we grew up with all of that, and then it got digitized, and everybody said that music was going to die yeah and it didn't It came yeah. back, and yeah. what what kind of died was the um music record label model, right? yeah, but what people realized that the most important thing about the whole of the music scene was the events and getting the community together, and we realized actually music was about connection absolutely and it, you know as sort of the money in recording music was disappearing. The money in live events was just going up and up and up, right? Yep. And people were paying like hundreds, and even now these days thousands to go yeah, to events. Absolutely. So what, what's going on? What is happening these days as a musician? Tell us a little bit about what the music industry is and what the challenges are. Yeah, absolutely. So
1: I think I mean definitely the biggest innovation in the recent past that's happened is that uh, the the way that music is distributed has evolved. Uh, yeah. Streaming is biggest the biggest uh, space where startups and companies have grown um whether it's spotify whether it's soundcloud um but yeah i think that is really what's driven the whole movement on how music is evolving as well right um as you you know i mean uh, back in the 60s where there were like there would be like a 60-man orchestra playing behind the beatles uh mm. now music is tending to become more two-dimensional which is losing its 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 um i would say the soul in it um mm. and so it's I think the the way that the audience is kind of uh, being the audience that is being tapped with this new distribution channel is a lot more commercial, and um, we musicians barely get an opportunity to really target and and reach out to uh, enthusiasts, people right. who really dig music, right? Yeah. Uh, so yes, of course, the the overall music. As a, as a as as an art form is also evolving it's losing its art mm. which is which is where i feel that you know the live space is definitely it's important to really push that and it's really important to kind of like uh nourish that so so because live is where the magic really is and Absolutely. i think when you kind of bring musicians together whether they've rehearsed or whether it's just an improvised thing that they're doing um what they create is something that you can never experience uh, by by streaming
0: music. Right? Absolutely, you mentioned the the, the key word magic. Right? Yeah. I mean, it's like why are we doing this live now? It's Absolutely. because it could all go horribly wrong. Yep. <laughs> and it all, as I said, it could all go horribly right. Yeah. Is that? I think the reason people like live, it, the experience obviously, and the connection with people. But the fact is, it's something unique, and you don't know what's going to happen. next, yes. Right. You know it's not pre-recorded therefore it's not sanitized and there'll be bits where like you know the the, the jack line falls out of the guitar and the amp yeah. goes off and all those kind of things but that's what people want is absolutely it? Because when I you do nail it yeah that's the magic exactly and i think it, it you know
1: when you have that experience and when you're feeding off the energy of the musicians that are around with you on yeah. stage as well as the audience who's listening and vice versa i think that experience is something which is truly different unique and I mean that is really where we see the future of music to to be headed. Yep. Um and I think it's about time that there's a dire need to um bring the musicality back in music basically. Let's and do that's it. what jambrose has really said to uh, Let's do. It.
0: Before before we get that I want to have a look at um some of your music.
1: So, yeah, for sure. Can I we mean, do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So can we've we, got we've got a
0: YouTube channel. I think can, I mean, be, you you personally, oh, so Ibn uh, Zulfikar. Actually, so. no? No. <laughs> you don't want to put it out there? Yeah. All I, right, I so would, the listeners I can would, go. Yeah. Are you embarrassed by it? No, I think,
1: I mean, it's it's kind of like a acquired politically inclined taste. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> I, would, I would prefer not to. <laughs> We're in Singapore,
0: right. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so fair enough. Okay, cool. Um, but it's hip hop. It's hip hop.
1: It it's hip hop, basically, mostly. Okay. Um,
0: what about one of your team members?
1: Yeah, so so uh Can we we've got Absolutely, know. so we've got um we've got a, uh, actually you could just put on a, one of our jams uh on YouTube because yeah. uh we've got like uh a lot of video content that we've produced uh from our events. Uh, yeah. We've been hosting events uh since the past a year and a half. So what are we searching the world. for?
0: So just Jambro? Jambro? Yeah. Okay, let's do this live. This is yeah. this is the fun. There we go. Is this you? Yeah. Um Sorry oh yeah he's got the cap yeah, that's right, your cap oh right. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: nice. no not that not the first one uh it's actually uh i would say yeah you could put on any of these
0: popular uploads yeah so one of these oh you got it mugal e jam too yeah that's cool let's get the music up let's, let's get the mic on that jamathon yeah, it's a series of jams that we would do.
1: Like we would partner with event venues yeah. and do this whole stream of jams. Uh, just what's,
0: like, what's Lahore like as a gig venue? No, so Lahore is uh, one of
1: the biggest cities in Pakistan. Yeah. So originally we are all from Pakistan. And uh, we've incorporated it out of Singapore to make it really expand yeah, and go yeah. global. But uh, this is basically a city in law Loh- in Pakistan. Right, right. Is, is, there a good,
0: is there a thriving nightlife scene? Because I, I, mean, I mean, if people yeah, think of Pakistan, they don't think of like nightlife. That's
1: that's true. Yeah. So it is it is um, it is one of the biggest citadels, and yeah. they've got. Um, Let's keep
0: that playing in the background. I like that, but maybe just yeah. drop the volume. Yeah, the it's way. good.
1: Yeah. So it's basically just it, that is the place where art is uh yeah, yeah is created right uh, one it. of the key places actually
0: who, who's the, is this your team here in the video so
1: these so one of the guys the, the guy playing bass he's Jasser, he's a co-founder partner yeah. and uh these musicians are basically um some of the best musicians in pakistan who just got together right um and they're playing for different bands um but then they just got together and they're this is a Truly improvised on the spot, kind of a thing going on. That's a good vibe as well. Everything that we have, actually, all the events we've done a lot of events in Singapore. We've done events in Pakistan. We've done events in other places in the world as well. And we have place. We have musicians from over two hundred places in the world right now who are hosting and playing in and attending gigs. These live and improvised, genre agnostic gigs all around the world. Cool. And the common thing about them is that it's all improvised.
0: Yeah, I like it. Well, let's dive into the the model in a minute. For first, just that point, you're you're for all from Pakistan. Yes, but you we're live all here in Pakistan. Singapore.
1: So I've been here for about six years. Right. Um, I was working here. Um, well, yeah, I've been working. You uh, at Unilever? Uh, right? Yeah, I'm working at Unilever as a consumer marketing insights yeah. specialist yeah. and a marketing strategist. Uh, been part of it for about ten years, um, and then one of my other partners is, has also been based out of here, right. uh, working at a bank. So, um, and then there are three other guys who were primarily based out of Pakistan. But then we've been part of an accelerator uh, here. Um, it's called one?
0: Murudi. Oh, well, I know them very well. Yeah, it's right. So Paul and, yes, and uh, Craig, Craig. Exactly. So, Amra. Amra, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, no, it's fine. Let's keep it rolling. We've just got a yeah. bit of whir in the background, we take that microphone off. So the microphone's on the... Ta- <laughs> there you go. It's all right. It's live, man. Yeah. It's so all- so you, <laughs> this is the interesting thing about you, and I was trying to yeah. work it out, is that you... Work for Unilever and you have a startup
1: absolutely so yeah. so i'm i'm more of like a um yeah i'm basically working 24 hours yeah, a day
0: so, so how does that work are they cool with that yeah absolutely i think i mean to be honest
1: yeah. um i've been part of Unilever for a really long time there's definitely no conflict of interest because yeah. what i do is working on brands and i yeah. work on the the beverages refreshments category um and uh, this is really uh, a passion space uh, where they're very like open and and um supportive of uh, you know pursuing you know getting yeah. their employees to pursue passion areas uh I've, I've been doing, I've been involved in things uh, throughout, you know, over the course of time. Um, right. I build more on the side as well. So that was... What do you mean on the side? Where, where do you get the time it's, to do It's more of like a passion. So I build, oh, I, yeah. I take projects, I do it for myself and then I end up like, you know, joining communities and really selling like, off yeah, yeah. my bikes in the end of the day. Um, so yeah, I've always been involved in something or the other. And this, of course, has gone bigger, way bigger than mm. than, than the other things that, that I've been involved in. Um, but yeah, so I'm I'm primarily working a day job. Mm. Um, and then we have a team uh, a sizable team so we don't really need me to be uh, right, involved right. 24/7 basically well,
0: what does it take to make that work cuz i'm sure listeners viewers might be thinking wait i can have a startup and a day job yeah and um, that's sort of like i can have my cake and i can eat it cuz <laughs> i can imagine that could that could not work in many cases right yeah. where the, the the stars aren't in alignment what what does it take to make that sort of ideal situation work
1: um to be honest, I think uh, the most important thing is uh, your the the team that you have, yeah. right? I mean, in the end of the day, like I said, it's not just myself. Is we have a team mm. um, who is very dedicated and they're like uh, fully committed. To working on this full time, so Mm. um, the the services and the the kind of like involvement that I have is more on a strategic level, more on like figuring out how do we shape up the business models, how do we really kind of position the brand, what is the area that we should be kind of focusing on, whether it's about investment raising funds or whether it's about activating the business. Um, So it's more of a consultancy role that I play, Mm. Um, and then there is like team players, you know, teams that uh, people in my team which are able to kind of really translate that into um, anything else that's required. So mm. yeah, I think the most important thing is ha- forming a team, having a team that can really, uh, that's open to the, c- the amount of commitment you are able to bring in. Mm. It's very rare, I agree. I mean, uh, I know that I'm spending a lot of time of my day, not spending time with my family, but yeah, spending yeah. a lot of time. Oh, you got a family as well. I've got a family and as yeah, well. And I you're got, doing Absolutely, I've this. got a two and a half year old daughter as well, so. Wow. <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think it's definitely, um, From a timing perspective, Mm. but uh, the fact that you know it is it is something which I'm really passionate about. Yeah, I really don't mind. I think I feed uh, off working on it. Exactly, like my energy comes out from there. Because I'm
0: wondering if if you're not working, you'll probably be doing this anyway. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So there you go. That's what you do in your spare time. You're sitting around jamming with. I mean, be surrounded by people as well who give you energy rather than take it. You know, musicians. If you're passionate about music. You feed off each other, you, you grow yeah, right. each other energy-wise, yep. right? Yeah,
1: yep. absolutely. I think that's that's really where it is. And so it's also the nature of the startup that you're a part right. of. Um, there is a very deep purpose uh, that we have uh, within Jambro. And I think um, I've known the, my, my partners for a very long time so we have this natural kind of like connection right. and we're able to kind of like work together We we really used well. jam
0: bros before yeah basically
1: i mean right. uh so um jasser again is the main musician he's yeah. the original jam bro from pakistan to be honest yeah, right. uh he's been doing this for years for decades to be honest um he's a professional like filmmaker as well and uh the ceo the, the founder Rashad, who's actually in pakistan so these guys are in pakistan right now doing a festival uh, being, uh, they're part of a festival that's happening in the mountains in Pasu, right? Um, up in north areas of Pakistan. So right now, that's why they're not here. Uh-huh, <laughs> they're uh-huh. basically sitting, uh, in in the northern part, uh, uh, organizing this festival that we have right now. Um, but basically Jasser and Rashad, they've been like playing music for for eons, mm-hmm. <laughs> ever since they've started playing music with so over a decade and um this thing had always been happening um like this whole getting together to jam and improvise and that's their niche that's what they really enjoy doing and um very soon we realized that you know this is something that resonates with musicians all around the world and this is exactly what's needed to really um further you know develop evolve music and bring it back to what
0: it's supposed to be (laughs) exactly what it's supposed to be what it always has been before it it kind of took a detour right absolutely Let's have a look at your website because then we can get a better idea of how Jambro actually yeah. works. I like the fact that it's very simple. Come together yeah. to jam. I mean, you're not really messing around. This absolutely. is very simple, even in the name, isn't it? Jambro. Yeah. So tell us how so, this works. Absolutely. So so Jambro uh, essentially is a, a mobile and web
1: platform um, that it, that enables musicians to find opportunities to play. Right. So as a musician, if you just can, can stay on the top, uh, yeah, on the on the. Yeah, this here. So, as as uh, to be involved in the JamBro, to uh, be involved in with JamBro, you can either host a jam right. um, along with us. You could perform in the jam as musicians. You could attend a jam as enthusiasts, or you could actually just watch because we have our JamBro TV. Yeah. We, we stream our jams as well, and uh, we have a JamBro radio channel going on as well. So, um, the 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 thing that we're really trying to create is that. Um, we're creating these events in partnership with venues and and uh, other partners like brand mm. partners as well who are keen to kind of like create these these immersive live and improvised jams raw, happen raw, all a-
0: authentic right? exactly
1: they' very authentic and they happen anywhere like it could be at a at a lounge at a bedroom or it could be yeah. at a up in the mountains or at the beach right, right. so uh, these are just some of the feed uh, you know of of events that we've had um, right yeah and so that's basically the main thing. Um, our app, what what the app does is, at the moment, the app is primarily for musicians. So right. as a musician, you can actually create your Jambro profile, and um, you can use that as a means to uh, create some social value by mm. getting lits. Lits is our version of light, right? right. So In you the can engage. With, uh, well, yeah, vernacular, right? <laughs> <Kind of. laughs> if you're
0: not up with it, kids, come on. <laughs>
1: That's true. So, um, as as like as you engage with musician you know your fan base, other musicians, you you po- you upload your videos, yeah, and you get lits, right? And the lit is what gives you the social currency, in order to for us to assess whether you know y- how do you, how can you be involved in Jambro, mm, uh, mm. in a Jambro event, and uh, that's really the the ticket to be part of a Jambro event, right? right? So the app is currently focused on on curating the musicians and the community and um, the web is where we're really piloting and experimenting and figuring out you know how do we really model this up Great.
0: Um, can, we, can we have a look? Just go back to the website, Barrett, and maybe we can. Yeah. I want to have a quick explore. Look at some of the events coming up, just as an example. Can yeah. we just pick a random event there? Just pick any one of that. We got yeah, one so of so s- could, Singapore. Just,
1: yeah, this is this is an event that already happened, actually. Right. Um So this is one the of the hard rock. So you could just open up the 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 great jam in the sky. This the first one. Yeah, right there. The great this jam in the sky. This is happening. Right now, in pasu This is the one in, your co-founder is going. Exactly. Yeah. So, so this is up in the m- northern areas of Pakistan. Wow, right up on. in
0: the mountains, Karakoram Highway. Are you serious? Yeah. Is that the address of it? It's actually yep, the Karakoram.
1: Absolutely. And, and you wow. will just see how some cool is that? I mean, look, you've got to have a
0: number though on the Karakoram Highway. It's like you know, number one or number like twenty thousand. It's exactly. like thousands of kilometers apart, right? Yeah. Can we just have a look at that event then? So, what what sort of details do we? Does it tell us like who's you know what what sort of so. What, what how does this kind of, how does this start? How does somebody create something sure, like Sure,
1: so, so there are a couple of models in how a Jambro event can c- be created or hosted, yeah. right? One is a standalone Jambro ho- event, uh, which is basically a live and improvised event that a partner, a, a venue partner can host or an individual can host in their own space, right? Now, what this is, is basically it's a Jambro stage integration into a festival. So right. there is a f- uh, there's, there's a, a festival, festival going on yeah, yeah. and we have a Jambro stage set up over there. A jambro stage is basically a stage within a festival where any musician who's attending uh, uh, the festival can just go and jam because their instruments and they're like musicians are already there. Yeah. Exactly. And and uh, you know there have been cases in the past where at a fest at a music festival there's been a bigger crowd at the jambro stage <laughs> than at the main stage. <laughs> so I think um, yeah, it's definitely something which 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 every festival is keen to, and uh, you know in future um, we're still at an early stage and we're still building those partnerships but I think now Next year, we've got a couple of festivals where we are already lined up to kind of uh, mm. integrate our JamPro stages in, and um, so yeah, as a host, you can actually just kind of uh, sign up to host a Jambro event, and you put in your profile, your details. There's a whole form uh, okay. online where you can just put in details of you know how big the venue is, what are what what is the setup like, and basically some information around those lines, and we select whether we can whether we're Keen to kind of like host in that area or not? Right. Um, as a jambro as a musician, you can look at all the events that are happening, and depending on where you are. So, you know, over, right now it's mostly in Singapore and Pakistan. Um, but eventually, you know, it will be all around the world. That's our vision, basically,
0: to make mm. the world a jam jam stage. Yeah. Um, well, that'd be great for traveling musicians. Yeah, exactly. Well. So and there's a lot of those. Yeah, that's that's. And one they of the they kind things. of feel at home, don't they? I mean, if you're gigging around the world. Yeah. And you feel out, you know, you, you're on your own, or if you're in a small group, you can go and hang out with people who are really passionate about
1: this. Absolutely. Thing. And I think that's really one of the big areas because imagine uh, someone uh, from Australia who's going to Turkey and they just want to kind yeah. of like meet the musicians who play Turkish instruments. Yeah. That they would can be just cool. go on Jambro and find a Tirpurka player or find like some, some musician and just jam with them. And, and it's a completely different experience for that yeah. individual f- flying from Australia who could probably never expect. Yeah. to get that experience yeah totally um, that's so awesome yeah. I mean,
0: if, if I was a guitar player a guitar musician yeah. I would love to go to I'd go to India or Pakistan and, and yeah. like hang out with people playing the tabla yeah and you know all those the kind Sitar. of the like or the yeah. pankawaj whatever the, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and then go somewhere like even Southeast Asia like with the gamelan players like, exactly and just learn their craft and just hang out with them Absolutely an amazing experience.
1: Yep. So that's really the idea is about bringing, like, enabling musicians to connect with other musicians, like-minded musicians all around the world, and ninety-five uh, percent of the musicians, well, this is an estimate, but they're undiscovered, mm. and they're either musicians who just never got an opportunity or a platform to really showcase what they're worth, or uh, they've just given up music because it was a hobby and now they're getting bogged yeah. down with other stuff, right? So, so this is really kind of like giving an uprising to everyone who's passionate about music who really wants to kind of just pursue this as a passion or mm. as you know something on the side as well but even for professionals who are looking for um collaborating with other musicians or anywhere in the world right and where's the money in this so the money that's that's a good question <laughs> so uh there are actually a, a couple of areas so uh, the way that we look at ourselves is that our uh the space that we play in is that we pan our competitive landscape pans across social networks and um, marketplaces, right? Mm. What we're really forming is um, a, a whole ecosystem around this experience that we're creating. So there are a couple of revenue streams. Um, at the, at this early stage, it's primarily based on brand sponsorships because mm. we're getting brands to really partner with us to host these events. Um, then there are ticket sales involved in future as well. Um, and then there are commissions for any exchange of value that happens right. between the community through Jambro, right? right. Um, so the focus at the first twelve year, twelve months actually is to focus to to get the events kicked off, um, which is really going to be based on the partnerships that we create. Yeah. Um, moving forward, um, there's there are other revenue streams like merchandise. I think I mean uh, that uh, mo- cap. Yeah, that cap is actually yeah, it's it's one off. Yeah. Oh is it <laughs> yeah. It's worth money. But uh, I think basically merchandise is is a big area because uh, even for the biggest record labels right now, um close to one third of their business is merchandise. Yeah. And uh, that's gonna be definitely an area that we, we wanna pursue and and, and uh, explore because Jampro is just a cool name that, you know, it, yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah. it's a brand that's creating that's being created, uh which which people just wanna be uh, be involved in some yeah. way or the other, right? Um, and then there are others like tap sharing with venues. So most of the revenue streams are primarily around the events that we host. Mm. In future, we also plan to kind of integrate marketplace, exchange of instruments, selling instruments, et cetera, yeah. and, and any, like for example, if someone's hosting their their event, they can create or they can sell their tickets over there as well. Um, so um, it's basically going to be a whole market network that mm. that it will evolve into, right. and uh, the revenue is going to be commission-based primarily, but as well as uh, events uh, mm. that we're going to host, which will drive from a lot of a lot of revenue as well.
0: I can see on the sponsorship side, on the corporate side, brands like Red Bull, yeah, Monster Energy, these are the ones yeah. that want that kind of real grassroots, authentic movement that they can be part of at an early stage. Yeah, yeah. so you
1: know Red Bull we are already partnering with, Um, so in Pakistan actually uh, we've already had a partnership with Red Bull, Um, but you'll be surprised that you know Uber is actually one of the biggest investors and well sponsors of live music events around the world Mm -hmm. Um, and there are a lot of brands and I think for us uh, there is a gamble between you know focusing on getting brand sponsorships because uh, or getting crowdsourced uh, because the whole thing about us that we realize right now is that um, the authenticity that we have right now comes from uh, with the musicians at least it comes from the fact that you know we're not sellouts <laughs> right yeah. so i think that's very key that we find the right partners um yeah. partners that really want uh, are are there to kind of uh, you know build the 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 vision that we have as well uh, which is all about really kind of building the community and and helping the industry really yeah
0: so. well that depends partner by partner doesn't it that you're going to have i mean red bull would be great in the sense that they they do support music already. Yeah, You've got absolutely. Red Bull Music Academy, for example. and yes. They're quite big in Pakistan as well. They are, yeah. And they're probably one of the partners who would just kind of let you get on with it and just, we're happy to be here. Whereas you may have another company, could yeah. be mobile operator or handset manufacturer, said, you know, this jam is brought to you by... Yeah, this company absolutely. you don't kind of want yeah. in all the banners and stuff like that you don't yeah. want that do you yeah, yeah
1: exactly so um it's it's very tricky right i mean um the way that the brands work with us there are lots of offerings that that we could potentially have with brands um because like i said that it's not just the events there are actually all of our events are being recorded professionally hmm. so there is a whole stream of events and and content that we're creating so there is content integration that that's also an opportunity for for brands uh, that could Uh, exist, right, Right. Um, and this is really where, what we are piloting and experimenting at this stage. Yeah,
0: Um, there's a big push now into native advertising, which is, and I I saw this, and it's slightly off-tangent, but it sort of explains the point is that um, there is a very popular YouTube channel run by a guy who drives an Uber car, who's an Uber driver, Mm -hmm. and he's got about 2 million followers. Well, he gets 2 million views, I'm not sure which is right. But it's big, anyway. For somebody that yeah. just drives around. And here's the interesting thing, right? Here are the parallels that it's just conversations. So it's raw, authentic, yeah. and it's unedited, like yeah. your jams. Anything can happen. So anybody that gets into the car, anything can happen. It could be like, you know, the drunk party goers. It could be, you know, like the housewife. It could be anything. Yeah. So people watch it for that because anything can happen in the next half an hour. Just like yeah. you're watching a jam, anything can happen. And so people get hooked on this this content because it's just interesting and it's human and it's raw and it's exactly. not what we're used to which is this very sort of gamed algorithm type content which is coming out now yeah. and he has a native advertising sponsor which is a hot sauce company right and the hot sauce company you know they could say hey look you know I want you to hold up the hot sauce and say and um, this drive is brought to you by hot sauce whatever but it doesn't he just he just gives them bottles of the hot sauce and they they, they give him the money to do this and what it naturally comes out so student walks into the uber cab and she happens to be eating a pizza whilst they're driving and they're talking yeah. away and he's you know the driver turns around and said uh, oh, do you like hot sauce? Do you you want some hot sauce with that pizza? And they try it. And afterwards he says, oh, by the way, they're my sponsor. And he's like, no way. This is like, you know, all part of the whole thing. You know, how much would a sponsor pay for something like that? And I think about what you're doing is that you're offering something really authentic, which advertisers want a part of. And the challenge then is doing that in a way, which doesn't compromise the the principles the authenticity, of the, exactly. authenticity of the the musicians. but uh, you're in a really yeah. interesting space yeah. with that
1: I agree 200 percent what what you say and this is exactly the way that we look at it as well um, which is why I think being selective with partners that really look that really share the values and the purpose uh, and and the, the they really see, see the value that we're bringing. Um, I think that's key because um, as we scale up and as we get more people uh, on the platform, I think um, the avenues for brand sponsorships just opens up, but yeah. I think that's, we're consciously being selective at this stage, and I think it's that's something that's appreciated by the community as well as by other partners, meaningful partners, uh, yeah. who would like to be part of this uh, experience as well. So, yeah,
0: I mean, it takes longer, but ultimately it's yeah. more valuable, you're more Absolutely. concentrated, isn't it? So you went through Murudi, Yeah. you went through the accelerator program successfully, Exited from what say, ex- yeah, it's not the right word to use successfully. <laughs> graduated. graduated, yeah, <laughs> from that. And um, where, where are you now? Are you fundraising? Yeah, so, so, um, okay, so um, our journey really started
1: where um, we, bo- as founders, bootstrapped initially. Yeah. Um, and um, as we got into, uh, before we got into Murudi, we, we had, uh, we raised some safe funds um, using the safe instrument um, mm-hmm. from friends and family. And then we got selected as a top ten high potential startups in Southeast Asia by Murudi, and we we're part of that program, six month program, and we just graduated in February. And ever since, we've we've further raised for more funds, um, again with Safe. Um, but now at this stage, we're in we're in a position where we really want to scale up because we've got a model that's running. We've refined our proposition, and you know what we really want own for, what we want really want to stand for a lot better. Mm. And I think the uh, the opportunities that for us to grow are immense the, the demand is way higher than what we can do which is why i think now at this stage we're in a position to also consider seed funding mm-hmm. and our goal really is to um raise our first seed within this year uh-huh. um but we're still kind of raising through safe um as as a bridge fund
0: right okay and how much are you raising so we're raising um well uh, for a seed it's
1: actually um anywhere from dollars dollars mm-hmm. uh, usd um, our safe funding is at, at a minimum of twenty five thousand mm-hmm. per ticket. Ticket is what they. I don't know if that's the common term. Yeah, that's but the entry point, right? Yeah, that's the entry point. Um, yeah, but uh, but we're trying to raise within f- about five hundred thousand dollars is right. what we are targeting.
0: And what would five hundred thousand dollars get? Be it? Okay. you as a company and so, the investors. Yeah, so so not, uh, not, we don't have to say percentages, but it's in terms of what will that fund? Yeah, so so um, there are two key elements of it.
1: Um, one of it is just really um, further development of our platform mm. to really make this um, what we're trying to do in terms of the events and the 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 uh, it, it 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 the development is going to help us scale the events on a global level. Uh, so that's one part of it, and the other part that we're really trying to also explore is. Um, we're exploring blockchain because blockchain is something which is the, probably the biggest innovation within the music industry after streaming services. Um, it fits in very well into what we're trying to do because it enables us to decentralize what, what everything that we're doing. And also incentivize everyone who's involved within the ecosystem because like mm. i said that you know there are multiple stakeholders that are involved uh this is of course still being explored you know uh, at this stage um but that's really a space where we have seen some 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 very good use cases uh, similar of similar platforms um leverage this this technology right. um, how do you use blockchain for music so uh, the way that so one thing is that uh, of course the whole idea of blockchain is to kind of be able to decentralize and incentivize anyone who's involved through yep. our ICO offering right um and uh, that's an area where we're still scoping out to be honest and we're we're discussing and, and speaking to a lot of like partners to really figure out what is the best way to kind of integrate or mm. develop our block blockchain platform but uh there are two reasons for it one is of course it helps us really raise the funding that's required to make this go global um fundraising in the music space or music startup space is probably the most difficult challenge because it's heavily um i mean you know there's um it's a messy world of licensing and rights ownership yeah. that everyone wants to steer away from yeah and what we are offering is something which is very different and and i think Having said that, because of the because of the nuance, because how, of how music startups are generally seen as by institutional investors, uh, typically, um, it is a difficult space to kind of raise traditionally, right? Mm. Um, so we really kind of are exploring blockchain to be able to. Um, Number one, be able to raise uh, a significant chunk uh, that will help us crowdsource and scale the movement uh, on a global level. And second is that there is definitely a very good utility of the platform of of the technology, because there is an exchange of value that's happening within our platform, and um, whether it's incentivizing someone for being part of it—a musician being uh, performing at a gig, a host organizing a gig, or people just kind of uh, volunteering, right? Mm. Um, that and that that incentive can then be redeemable for any, anything that you can get out of uh, the platform, whether it's ticket sales, whether it's uh, merchandise, whether it's instruments or anything that you can buy off mm-hmm. uh, the, the coin offering.
0: Basically. got it okay that's all to come yeah and that's definitely
1: all to come and it's it's like i said that is very early stage yeah. um you know exploring honest, it yeah we're, we're exploring it it's not really the core but but the whole idea really the main uh reason of funding at this stage is to further develop our
0: platform yeah.
1: and and get us to a stage where we can scale uh in in regions and markets uh beyond southeast asia and south asia
0: got it and your team itself i know you mentioned you have the five co-founders yeah and are you recruiting at the moment? Are you looking for so new people? The way that we work is that we've
1: got a team of developers that that are in-house as well. Right. Um, and that is really where the focus is because everything else is required for us to really grow, uh, whether it's com- anything involved in community engagement. There is a program, a volunteer program that we have, which is called the Ambassador program. So we've got musicians who are willing to kind of be part of it and partner yeah. with us to really help us host these events and, and, you know, in in areas where even we don't, we're not there, right? So uh, we're really leveraging that community to, um, as volunteers at this stage. Um, Definitely, you know, as we grow, the area that we really need support uh, and we would be um, hiring for is uh, the right marketing right mm-hmm. social management social uh, media management is definitely an area where we're doing it by ourselves and boxes down quite a lot of course um and as a startup i mean that's always the case right you start you start doing everything so that's definitely an area where we want to further build um a team around mm-hmm. and and uh, i think even within the technology within the development space developer space there's a lot of uh, opportunity for us to hire but uh not hiring at the moment I think right now we're just uh, really maximizing on. Yeah, sure.
0: But let's say you um, were were talking now to somebody who was passionate about music and startups and maybe even blockchain or, you know, now listening or watching this live and they're getting excited about what you're doing. They maybe jam themselves. Maybe they're Mm -hmm. not a musician but just passionate about the space. Maybe they're an event organizer or maybe there's a venue organizer or something. they wanna reach out to you. I'm gonna, obviously I'm gonna ask you how they do that in a minute, but are there people that you'd like to hear from? Are there sort of potential partners in that space who might not be sponsors in this case, but they, they may have something that they could bring or skills or ideas or yeah. be able to open up doors for you? What what in particular are you looking yeah, for? Uh,
1: I love that question because definitely we're very, very I mean, we know that um, we, you know, we're not, we're not gonna make it with any traditional investor. Or anyone who is generally in the tech space or in the startup space, mm. because th- we are a very different kind of, uh, you know, a startup. Um, what we're really looking for is is, is uh, brand connections, brand partnerships that really get what we're doing. They that support music. That's definitely one of the big ones. Uh, investors. There are selective investors uh, who invest in music um, because of this. Like I said earlier, that you know, because uh, music is such a uh, underserved or under invested space in the startup world there are now uh specific accelerators being created like Madam labs actually there is an abbey road studios uh, accelerator that mm-hmm. just got created as well there's tech star asia uh, tech star uh which is another st- uh oh, accelerator yeah, yeah. It. um so there are lots of accelerators mm. that are being created um that are focused on music mm. uh, and that's really where the focus for us is that we're really uh, trying to kind of tap into that, apply for those, and get into one of those because that will allow us to connect with the right investors, right? Mm. Um, Because that's the ecosystem that we really want to be connected with. Mm. And I think anyone who really is involved, um, we are a community-based platform. So anyone, whether you're a musician or uh, just an enthusiast and would like to kind of hear more about us, I would love to get get in touch with them and mm. and uh, you know just work out how we could potentially work together because um, whether it's like an event venue, whether it's a it's a it's a bigger kind of a uh, company like Hard Rock Cafe that has multiple events around the world and host gigs, um, or whether it's a, com- a brand like Red Bull, you know, um, mm. we do have a partnership with Red Bull in Pakistan, but not globally, right? Yeah. So uh, yeah, it could be anything. Yeah. Awesome. And how do they reach out to you? So um, actually, um, we have. Um, well, I think... I can probably just spell out the, the email address. Well, yeah,
0: uh, I mean, I can put it all in the show notes, yeah, but sure. just what's the format? What's the easiest way? Because sometimes people say, oh, okay, like I want to reach out to them and I'll tweet them. But, you know, so, like, for example, right. me, my Twitter game is pretty poor. So, yeah. Twitter's not the best way to get in touch with me. LinkedIn works for yeah, me. Okay, what okay. are the channels? So, you... for us,
1: uh, Instagram and Facebook is right. one of the key, two, two, two key channels where we operate. Uh, right. We have a lot of activity on that and we are pretty responsive on that. Um, I think that would be a good platform. Actually, just going on jambro.com, and finding the contact us uh, yeah, link over there works because okay. uh, that's that's in, that's that's definitely a space where people should check out um, if you're interested to learn more about it. Mm. Um, and um, then there is, uh, of course, you know, I can share the link uh, of the CEO. I think you can just write to the CEO, Rishad. Sure, it's rishad@jambro.co at Jambro. Excellent. R I S H A D. We put all details in the show notes
0: and yourself as well, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So especially if they're into motorbikes.
1: Yeah. <laughs> absolutely why not i mean i i've, I've not I'm, I'm not doing that for for, for the part-time because yeah. i'm not getting time but uh yeah
0: exactly that's... why not shared <laughs> passions and this is fascinating and shazay bzulfika it's yeah, been a real shazay pleasure Thank you. having you on the show and wish you all the best with jambro and the story and the journey as it unfolds and as you go global as well and you know you're you're tapping into a market which is truly global You know, there are musicians everywhere and people who are passionate about musicians and want to be part of that scene. And, you know, that whole live space as well is only going to grow from here as we become more and more this. You know, people want more and more of the analog, right, which is the real world and just creating platforms for people to do that. And it's interesting because every every, you know, we've done three um shows today and even just before yourself eric chong who is the co-founder of park and parcel here in singapore and it's just interesting that you know those startups that really you know address the pain points that are out there are the ones that sort of unlock they unlock this potential which is already there in, in the sense that you know the way grab came in or airbnb came in and said this stuff exists already it's just that people can't get access to it and it's like you know I want to stay in this place and this person has a room in their house but there's no way of matching all this up together and it's like you yeah. yourself you're building this marketplace where people have this passion there are venues let's bring all these people together Perhaps. yeah
1: that's really what it is I mean I think uh there is, again, when, when you're when you're there, then you're like, ah, oh, that's a, you know, I thought about this like 10 years ago or five years ago, and we're like, you know, yeah, that's great. You should've done it. <laughs> you right, know so exactly. I think now like, it becomes it. very obvious. Uh, it becomes like, oh, that should've just happened a long time ago, but uh, yeah, so we've uh, gladly, you know, luckily, well, uh, uh, reached that position right now where, I think we're much sharper, we're really sharp on what we're going for, which is all about improvisation, live music, Mm -hmm. and bringing the community together, because music has the power to bring people together. And I think that's really where-
0: Exactly, it's on your website, come together. Exactly. Like the song. Yeah. (laughs) There (laughs) you go, (laughs) that's a great start. So when's your next gig yourself are you jamming are you so uh, yeah personally we,
1: um yeah so we, we've got gigs going on pretty much uh every other week um whether it's in pakistan whether it's in singapore yeah. we're starting hong kong and dubai and and, and uh, sri lanka soon as well um it all depends on you know w- where we are able to find the community and the partners mm. for f- to to make this happen um and uh i think yeah as an ask it would be great if anyone's interested to kind of like share any contacts or even like be involved yourself um, so the next one that we're trying to do in Singapore is around September mm-hmm. um, and uh, I can share some more details because it's still being worked out and yeah. we're not sure if it's really going to turn around in that quickly well, but, what's, the, uh, what's, the th- what's the vibe what's it going to be So about? so we're trying to basically have an exchange of musicians between Pakistan and, Sri Lanka and Singapore mm-hmm. uh, so there is a festival that, that we're trying to kind of uh, partner with in Singapore uh, the Sultan Gate Festival in in Ar- on Arab Street um, where we're trying to get some musicians from Pakistan to mm. be part of that uh, and the format is just going to be the same which is all about getting people from t- musicians from different parts of the world to get together and just figure themselves out themselves like right there and right then right? yeah um, but that they can
0: do right they're, yeah exactly so that's the jamming bar. that's the thing about music like. right
1: it's the universal language and and yeah. it doesn't take long for a musician to just get the vibe and really just go with the flow, right? yeah. and and that's what the co- like blues, hip hop, jazz, everything is kind of like built around that, right? yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I think um, Hard Rock Cafe is a partnership that we will pursue further as well. So if, if you're in Singapore, you know, just watch the space, find yeah. out when the next gig is happening, and come down because some of the best musicians from Singapore as well as from other parts of the world would be there, uh, just jamming it out, yeah. And um, it's an experience that you will never forget for sure it's very exclusive it's something that only you will see for just one time and and maybe you can see the video later on but then to be honest like when you're there and when you really feel the energy of the musicians and the whole vibe it's 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 different (laughs) experience altogether i I don't even know how to what to say about it (laughs) like it's the magic right it It is absolutely yeah
0: exactly now you summed it up really well Charles, it's been a real pleasure having you on the show. It was a pleasure being here. Yeah, and before you go, we want you to sign our studio. Sure. So I know you probably do this as a musician. Now (laughs) I'm asking you to do this as a co-founder and as a startup founder. Um, So our studio is two months old, and we want all the startups that come through the doors and share their stories with us to sign the wall of fame. Great. Because when you're famous, that'll be worth a lot of money. So. <laughs> absolutely great. So, um, really enjoyed having you on the show, and I love what you're doing. And you know, I'll look out for this gig as well in September. Because yeah. I'm not a musician, but I absolutely love music, and I'm passionate about music. And it's something I've never been a you know master in my life. But I just that that moment when you're in the zone with those musicians, and they just you know they're just jamming. And And yeah. you know, people talk about flow. You know that that yeah. space when you're in it, and like exactly. everything just kind of like. I don't know how you describe it. Everything gets kind of blurred out, and you're just in that moment, and you're watching somebody doing something at the top of their craft or whatever it is, yeah. whether they're playing a tabla or a guitar or whatever. Love that. Yeah. So September, keep yeah, me, look, keep me in yeah, the loop. Yeah,
1: absolutely. I will definitely. But thank you for having having me over, and uh, we'll keep in touch. For awesome,
0: sure. right. Shazay, Take care. Reach across, man. You need yeah. a lot. We need longer arms for that <laughs> move. So, yeah, that's Shazoib Zulfikar, everybody. We'll put all the details in the show notes. He's going to sign our wall and um, wish him all the best. And hopefully, you will be back on at some point in the future, right? And uh, share your journey with us. All the best. All the best with the fundraise as well, ongoing.